Go to the book of Matthew, chapter 28, chapter 28 of the book of Matthew. from verse number 16 you just uh, follow with your eyes I will read all these verses all the way to the last verse verse 20 uh, verse number 20 and uh, just follow with your eyes Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 to 20 the Bible says then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, once again, Lord, we um, come um, humbly before your um, throne this morning, asking, Lord, of your blessing upon our congregation, that you will bless all your people. Thank you, Father, for um, allowing them to come this morning and to be with us, um, to join us in, the, in this worship, and that, Lord, uh, you will accept all the things, Lord, that will be done in this congregation, and I pray that you will uh, exalt your name in the midst of us, O God. Bless, Lord, your people. Forgive us, Lord, for the sins that we have done. And continue, Lord, to work in our hearts. And give us, Lord, the clarity of uh, the word. And I pray, O oh God, that you just use me. And, uh, Lord, use me mightily. Touch my mouth and my lips. And cover me, Lord, with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And bless, Lord, um, this congregation once again. Give us victory this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. All right, we have a good news this morning, and um, um, Valerie Avis and Michelle and Michelle A, they are here, and uh, they got saved this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. They received the Lord Jesus Christ. What a joy. And again, um, that is unspeakable. I spoke about that this morning in our, in our Sunday school, how beautiful that the Lord has given us salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that salvation is... Um, the eternal life is unspeakable gift from God. So, this morning we will continue in that um, topic about um, God's plan um, for world evangelization. And it is His purpose and it is His will that all people in this world uh, might be saved. But we know that it cannot happen, but it is the God's desire that all people might know God. Uh, and again, um, it, it, it is dependent upon each and every person to respond to uh, the salvation that Jesus Christ has done and in order for the person also to, to be saved. But here this morning, I'm, I'm speaking about or I, I read about this Matthew chapter 28, but there is also a parallel to this, um, parallel to this um, um, words of Great Commission found in Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16, verse number 15. The Bible says, the Bible says here in verse 15, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel 
to every creature. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every Christian, uh, creature. That is really uh, something important to the Lord um, to uh, spread the good news. The good news of salvation. Why? Because we have to understand that every Christian um, should be familiar about this great missionary command of the Lord Jesus Christ. You should, you should understand why Jesus Christ is <clears throat> um, you know, giving this command to his disciples, why the Lord Jesus Christ uh, wants this command to be uh, to spread out, or to, to be proclaimed, to be preached to, throughout all the nations. In Mark chapter 16, again, verse number 15. This text just confirmed to us that um, God is really um, desiring that all people might come to Him and to love Him as also uh, the Lord our God loved the people. It is important to understand here that these words that spoken, um, the words here that we read, these are the very words of the Lord Jesus Christ when he spoke to his disciples and this um, word of the Lord um, Jesus Christ um, this is the word spoken constitute to the divine plan the divine plan uh, for getting the gospel to every creature and as much as this divine plan was um, important uh, in the time of the apostles this is also as important today to us who are saved, who are uh, children of God. And today, another thing that we must understand is that this command of the Lord um, to get the gospel out to every creature uh, was his parting words. The parting command of the Lord Jesus Christ, thereby we say that this is really important. When the Lord Jesus Christ gave us his command, he wants his disciples, he wants all the people um, to know that um, this should be accomplished, this should be done. So every generation, the generations of souls have lived in this world and died in this world. And many of them died without knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. It is really sad and tragic that everything that, you know, um, the person or everything that needs to be done for the person to get to heaven has already been done by the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, people are still going to hell. That is, that is the, the sad reality that salvation of souls, the souls of men, were saved by the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross of Calvary and yet there are still these millions upon millions of people that are parading and, and um, they are going to hell at the, at the point of their death and why is that? We understand why because they reject the salvation that Jesus Christ has done for them. You see there are a lot of people that do not know salvation today. While Jesus Christ may be very known to all the world and popular and everyone knows about Jesus Christ, but yet there are millions, if not billions upon billions of people uh, are not saved today. 
That is very sad. The number is so sad. But I will tell you, if you are saved this morning, praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord that you are saved and that is just a wonderful, wonderful gift of the Lord Jesus Christ to you. And we are saved uh, because, of course, of the marvelous grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. We got saved because um, we have the Savior that um, gave his life at the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago, not, you know, sparing his own body, not sparing his own uh, pain, and he gave it all. Uh, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. What a blessing it is that the Lord Jesus, despite of, of knowing all the, 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 the reality of the pain that's going to happen to him, yet he despised the cross. He despised the shame. And he went forward and carried that burden that you and I supposed to be carrying upon our own soul. But the Lord Jesus Christ lifted up from, from our shoulder and put it on upon his own body and he took it um, unto the cross and he died at the cross for our salvation. You see, um, the Lord um, gave us this salvation. We call this unspeakable gift. Apostle Paul called this um, unspeakable gift. Now, because of the blessing of salvation that Jesus Christ has died for us to save us. We ought to spread this good news all around. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we ought to, uh, you know, um, um, to spread this and preach this so that people also might have an opportunity to hear. Yeah. Amen. And again, this is a time of rejoicing. Why? The reason being because um, we have a living Savior. Amen. And I will tell you, his name is, you know, maybe known, but not all have been saved. But his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. The people around us need to hear the gospel. Yeah. The, the book of Matthew, the one that we read a while ago, in Matthew chapter 28, verse number um, 19, it says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go ye therefore and teach all all nations my friends we need the vision of all nations we need to see this all nations this word all nations represent people yeah. and these nations have souls of men souls that you know if we lose them we lose them forever we see we need to have this vision of all nations we need to have this vision of you know every creature every person and I, I, here we have our own responsibility to do something to bring the gospel out so that these people will be able to hear before it's too late because time will come that there will be no more time for them to receive the gospel why? Because who, who can know? Who can know that uh, the next day they will be gone? A lot of people, you know, uh, um, they have plans, you know, from, from today, they have plans tomorrow, next week, next month, and the whole year is already planned. 
the whole year. And in fact, they jumped to the well, next year. It's already planned, but they do not know that that is their last night in this earth. We cannot really tell because life, uh, God said, oh, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanishes away. Your time may be up. Your time may be, may be, this is the last day you have. We cannot really tell. That is why we need to, uh, you know, make this gospel available to all the people that we know. We need to have the vision of all nations. We need to have the vision of every creature before it's too late. You see, our Lord's command to every Christian is to engage, to engage in a program of world evangelism. Pastor, that's hard. You know, uh, that's really hard. I, I cannot go to, uh, to Africa. I cannot go to Cambodia. I cannot go to Laos. I cannot go to Vietnam. I, uh, I cannot go even to Australia to spread the gospel. I will tell you, if every person will have the mindset of worldwide evangelization, that means we have to reach out, you know, first in our homes, in our uh, individual homes, we reach out to these people in our homes, in our household, and, and share to them the gospel, and after that to our neighbors, to our friends, to your classmates and workmates, and everyone will do the same, the world will be reached out. If all Christians will think the same thing, worldwide evangelism. We are not there to civilize the people. We are not there to, you know, uh, um, to, to, to confine ourselves to a program of education uh, or social betterment or, or uh, you know, we, we, we do the work of the Lord. We go out and teach the, the gospel of salvation. And then um, after that, the Bible says that teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. That means that involves a day-to-day -day walk. How are we going to deal with with, with um, people around us? How are we going to deal with unbelievers? How, how are we going to approach the, um, the unbelieving world? How are we going to raise our children in a godly way? How are we going to inculcate in the minds of our children, you know, the, um, the understanding of the principles of God, teaching them about the Ten Commandments, teaching them about um, the, the, the good things of the Lord? So that is, you know, uh, the way that God wants us to move forward. We need to preach the gospel in Romans chapter 1 verse number um, 16. Romans chapter 1 verse number 16. <clears throat> for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then what is this gospel? What is the gospel? Uh, turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. For many of us before, when I was asked about the gospel, and when I heard about the gospel, I thought the gospel is the, is the gospel of Matthew, gospel of Mark, Luke, and John. That's what I know. If, if they will ask me farther than that, I cannot tell, because that's all I know. That is the, uh, uh, the gospel of Mark. So again, the gospel here is, is you know, is uh, defined. 
what is real that the gospel really the gospel is this mentioned by Paul in 1 Corinthians 15:1 Moreover brethren I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you which also you have received and wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you unless ye have believed believe in vain for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received how that Christ died for our sins. Now this is the gospel. That Christ died for our sins. According to the scriptures. And that he was buried. So he was buried. And that he rose again the third day. According to the scriptures. Now basing here that the gospel that um, the Lord God commanded to us. God's uh, command in reaching the world with the gospel is very compelling it is very compelling number one I want you to know I want you to know about the command of God about spreading the gospel um, it comes with a plan first we see a plan there is a plan the plan for preaching the gospel to every creature is the Lord's in other words God has a plan. Uh, we, we have plans. We have our own way. Every church, they have their own way. Every pastor, they have their own way. But I will tell you that this plan of reaching the world with the gospel is not anyone's plan, but the Lord's plan. This is His plan. If you make your own plan, then go ahead. But I will tell you, the only plan that would work is God's plan. You, you, we can do our own plan. We can proceed with our own way. But I will tell you, there's only one way that, that you know, this, this world will be uh, reached out with the gospel, and that is God's plan. God's love extends to the whole of mankind. He loves the world. John 3.16, a very familiar verse. Very, very common verse. And in fact, I think this is one of the most popular verse in all the world. John 3.16, For God so loved the world. <clears throat> God so loved the world. What is this world? When God said He loves the world, that means He loves you. He loves me. He, he loves your parents. He loves your loved ones. He loves your friends. He loves your relatives. He loves your neighbors. He loves your workmate. <clears throat> he loves your classmate. When you walk into the street, the person or the people that you meet, they are the ones. In other words, every person that you meet in this world, God loves them. That is what the, the verse says. For God so loved the world. He loves the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. The Lord came for all the people. Not the selected few. The Bible tells us in, in, um, uh, in Luke chapter 2 verse number 10. Look at this. Luke chapter 2 verse number 10. <coughs> 
Luke chapter 2 verse number 10 and the angel said unto them fear not for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to some people did God say some which shall be to many people no God said which shall be to all people in other words, God loves the world. He loves all the people. Uh, again, the gospel is for to whosoever. Whosoever. So there is a condition there, but in Romans chapter 10, we can see this. Romans chapter 10, verse number 12. This is a very familiar verse because we use this in our soul winning and we, sh we share the gospel through these verses um, from the book of Romans. But Romans chapter 10, Verse number 12, the Bible says, Roman, Romans 10, 12, um, for there is no difference between the, Jew, between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. See, whosoever Whosoever God is not going to, you know, he said in other words, uh, in other verse, he said, uh, if any man will come to me, I, uh, they will in, I will in no wise cast out. So people will not, you know, uh, 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 pick and choose. The, the, I mean, the Lord will not pick and choose. The, the, the Lord will accept people that will come to him. In John chapter 1, verse number uh, 29, the Lord Jesus Christ died for all the world he died for the world notice here john chapter 1 verse number 29 this is john the baptist looking and seeing the lord jesus christ coming to him for baptism he said the next day john sees jesus coming unto him and saith behold the lamb of god which taketh away the sin of the world so the lord jesus christ died for the world First John chapter two verse number two. First John chapter two verse number two. First John chapter two verse number two, and he is the propitiation for our sins. You know, the word propitiation is like is a very religious um, word that uh, is not so commonly used in our daily daily conversation. But the word propitiation is the word for appeasing wrath because of sin. There is this wrath of God upon sin. And because of Jesus Christ, when he offered his life at the cross of Calvary, and, and, the, and, the, and the blood of Jesus Christ was shed at the cross of Calvary, that blood of Jesus Christ is the propitiation. That means because of the blood, God's wrath was appeased. He, 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 he became, you know, uh, he, he is no longer angry because of the blood. You see, and this is, the Bible says, John said here, and he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. We have this problem in our Christianity today. Because there are this group of Christians and people that believe that God only saved the select few. God only saved um, those who are 
you know, uh, elected by election. But I will tell you that is a whole, you know, big conversation. But here the Bible tells us very clearly. Yeah, but if we study here in this uh, text that we have read, uh, we can we can see and we will see this very, um, uh, you know, upon careful examination of these verses, the church of every generation here is indeed commissioned by the Lord Jesus Christ to evangelize the, the world in its own generation. In other words, in other words, we cannot expect, you know, the Apostle Paul to evangelize our world today. Apostle Paul evangelized his own world in his time. The time of the Weasleys, the, the time of, you know, uh, uh, the people, the, uh, uh, Jonathan Edwards and, and Billy Sunday, and those people, they evangelize their own world. But today, the Lord, you know, um, expecting us to evangelize our own generation because you and I who are um, saved and um, uh, saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and we have assurance of salvation we are expected to evangelize the world at present because this is our time the Lord used those people in the past and the Lord will use to save this generation the people at present and therefore, my friend, every human being, you know, um, that we meet, they must have an opportunity to accept or to reject the Lord Jesus Christ. We must present to them the gospel. God's appeal to mankind is still an appeal to all the world today. When the Lord called his disciples and told them, Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. Go ye into all the world and, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father. When he said, uh, um, uh, as the Father has sent me, even, even so send I you. And you shall receive power, and after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. God is calling us today to be witnesses for Him. The Lord wants us and, and he appeal he appeals this, uh, to mankind, and this appeal is still an appeal to all the world today. Isaiah, Isaiah 45, verse 22. Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 22. The Bible says, "Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God." And there is none else. Look unto me. So in other words, God wants us, you know, to serve him. God wants us um, to spread the gospel. And he will use each Christian. If you are a Christian today, God expects to use you. If you are saved today, you are a debtor to those who are not saved. In other words, you need to, um, to see it with the Lord and, and ask the Lord, Lord, now that I am saved, Lord, help me that my life will be an instrument also for the salvation of my friends and the people around me. That is supposed to be our, you know, uh, attitude uh, towards our salvation. 
It is not because we are saved and then we save ourselves and we don't care about others. Christianity is not like that. Because if Christianity is like that, then how can we be saved? If those people will be just like you. Do not care about other people. I got saved because someone cared enough for me. I got saved because someone came to me and shared to me the gospel. And in fact, a lot of people came to me and shared to me the gospel. I, de I declined it. I refused to accept it. For many years, I refused to accept it. But one day, I came to church, attended the service. That was Friday evening, 1993. I cannot remember the month. But I know it was an, a, a big event of the church. And the pastor preached. And I raised my hand to receive Jesus Christ. But that was after many rejections. I reject, I reject that one. I reject this one. I reject all those preachers in the past. But that moment, I did not reject the gospel. I received the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the grace of God, I got saved. And until today, I enjoy my salvation. Until today, I'm so glad that God saved me. That is why I, 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 I do not also stop. I share the gospel because um, I am commanded by Jesus Christ to share the gospel because I am saved. Now that I am saved, I am a debtor to those who are not saved. If there are people in my circle that will die and go to hell because I have not told them about the good news of salvation that I received, that they will be upon their bloods will be in my hand. That is why we, we have to share this gospel. Can, can we go to um, Acts chapter, I think it is in Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26. Acts 26. And in verse number, is it 28? Acts 28. I want you to record, record this day that I have. Acts 20. Is it 20? Verse 26. Acts 20. Verse 26. Verse number 25, And now, behold, I know that ye all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. You see, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Every person around you, you are responsible for them. That is, you know, in God's perspective. In God's perspective, your friend, your loved ones, if they are not saved and they will die and go to hell, uh, they are under, you know, your responsibility. That is what is, uh, what is uh, mentioned there in Ezekiel chapter 3 verse number 18. 
Ezekiel chapter 3 verse number 18 When I say unto the wicked So the wicked that means the person that dies without Jesus Christ In the sight of God it is wicked Because that person cannot enter heaven And that person will be separated from God for all eternity So therefore even though that is a good person A good neighbor, a good parent, a good provider But that person, if that person does not have Jesus Christ when he dies That is wicked person in the sight of God so when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. And it says, and thou, thou that means you, Christian, you, singular, you, that, that is saved, and thou givest him that warning, to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. In other words, the person, the people around you that are not saved, and if they die and go to hell, they are your the responsibility. You, you, may, you may push this aside and you brush this off, and you don't, you don't want to take responsibility of these people. You can do that. You can, you can like ignore these people. But in the judgment of God, in the judgment seat of Christ, you will be responsible for these people. Today, you don't feel obliged to share to them the gospel. Today, you don't feel obliged to give them even the tracts. You don't feel obliged. In other words, you are not responsible for all these people's soul. You are not responsible for these people's soul. But I will tell you, my friend, it is the Lord that makes the rules. The Lord said you are responsible. You are responsible. If you are saved, then you are responsible for the unsaved. Now, if you do your part, oh, pastor, see, I gave them the trust, I invited them to church, I shared the gospel, and they said, no, what can I do? Now, if you do that, verse number 19 is for you. Ezekiel 3.19 is yours. It says here, Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way he shall die in his iniquity, but he but uh, but I, but thou hast delivered thy soul. You are free. That is what Apostle Paul is saying here. Back in Acts chapter 20, verse number um 27 or 20, 26. This is what Paul is saying. Wherefore I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Why is pure a man free from the blood for all men? Because he said in verse number 27, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Every person that he meets, the Apostle Paul told them about the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, this plan, my friend, this plan of salvation is God's plan. And he will use you to this plan. You see the plan. Number two, not just the plan, we see the responsibility. The responsibility for preaching the gospel to every creature is upon every Christian. If you, if you confess that you are a Christian, and if you profess that you are saved, then this is your responsibility. But if you are not saved, then you have no responsibility. You have to choose. You, are you saved or not saved? If you are not saved, you have no responsibility. 
But if you say that you are saved, you have responsibility. This is God's marching orders to us in Mark chapter 16, verse number 15. Mark 16, verse 15. It says there, um, it says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This marching order is just as binding upon every Christian today as they were at first, you know, to the apostles and then to the believers after them. In 2 Corinthians, will tell us about our responsibility. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 19. 2 Corinthians 5, 19, the Bible says, uh, verse number 18 is a good uh, verse to start. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. My friends, we are given this responsibility individually. Me, I have my responsibility. That's, that is why I have to focus on my own thing. I have to focus on my own personal life. I have to focus on my own responsibility to the Lord. Each one of us should focus on our own personal responsibility to the Lord because we have been given this responsibility. You have responsibility. I have responsibility. In Romans chapter 3, verse number 23. Romans 3:23, the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Come short. Separated. Come short. That means we are, you know, um, the, the people are separated from God, uh, those who are not saved. That is why we have been committed this word of reconciliation. Because of this separation, God wants to use us to bring these people, to, to bring this soul back to God, to reconcile with God. So God will use human instrumentality. In Romans 10, 13, Romans 10, 13. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then? There's a problem. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them which uh, that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. And verse number 16, it says, But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, uh, who hath believed our report? Verse 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You see, immediately we are born into the family of God and then after our, our birth into the family of God, we are given the responsibility. We are responsible for taking our share into 
you know, um, the spreading of the gospel so that people around us might know and might hear the gospel of salvation. The question this morning, are we discharging our responsibility? Are we doing our responsibility? Are we obeying the command of Mark 16, 15? To go ye, go ye. Notice the word in Mark 15, 16 or 16, 15. Go ye um, into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. When God said, go ye, that means you. That's me. That, that means me. Go ye, that means every person that is saved. If you are saved this morning again, I will tell you, you are a debtor to those who are not saved. That is why if you are saved, you ought to be serving. You ought to be serving. You must win the lost. The problem of our times today, many Christians have abandoned their duty to serve. Yeah. Majority of the Christians, they have abandoned their duty. Yeah. They just love to be saved, but they are not keen to serve. We see the plan. We see the responsibility. Number three, we see the necessity. The necessity. The need for preaching the gospel to every creature. And that need is very great. That need is very great. Two weeks ago, we have a conference. We call it, you know, uh, um, pray there for the Lord of the harvest that will send forth laborers into his harvest. Pray to God, Lord, send laborers. My friend, that need was so great when our Lord initiated this wonderful program 2,000 years ago. At that time, there were only a handful of Christians. But I will tell you, the need is even greater today. Because billions upon billions of people do not know about the salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have so much greater and so much more people that, we, that need to hear the gospel and be saved today. And in addition to this, there are many, many more religions in this world today. And these religions, they are buried in, in size and, in, and, and again, there are false teachings. Our world today is full of um, var variation of teachings. <clears throat> in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4, the Bible says, In whom the God of this world... So there is someone behind this. Why there are so many religions? Why there are so many faiths? Why there are so many churches? Why there are so many Bibles? Why, why, why all this variety of uh, beliefs? You see, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. But my friend, the gospel is still the same. The gospel is still the same. In Galatians 1.6, the Bible says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, Apostle Paul has warned the Christians 
in those times that even myself Paul said even we even the apostles even the even the believers even we or an angel from heaven if some angel will come down from heaven and come to church and will preach preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have preached unto you than that which we have preached unto you let him be a curse do not accept any new gospel because there is yeah. no new gospel right. that gospel yeah. is 2000 years old yeah. the same gospel as we said before verse number nine so say i now again if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received let him be a curse there is only one gospel and there is only one way the bible says i am the way the truth and the life jesus christ said no man cometh unto the Father but by me. In Acts 4.12, <clears throat> neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. There is only one name. There is only one way. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> there are millions and millions of people <clears throat> the world today never heard about Jesus Christ. It is so sad that, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ is just right there in their fingertips, in their phones, but they have no, they have no reason why they should go there. They have no one that will tell them that uh, where to go and where to see and how, how what, the, what does the Lord say? There's no one to tell them. Why? Because people, you know, do not care about other people. Many of them have heard of the Lord Jesus Christ but not believing on him. Why? Because they are deluded. They are deluded to believe a lie. They believe a lie. That is why we Christians, we are going to be used by God um, for a testimony before them. Our life might be um, the, 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 the cause that these eyes will be opened. Our, the, our testimony might be the cause that these people will come to know Christ because um, the Lord will use our testimony in Ma Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. There is a necessity. Your life is needed. Your testimony is needed. Your good works is needed. Your your you know relationship with your friends is needed your relationship with your parents is needed your good relationship with your workmates is needed why because there is a great need the plan the responsibility the necessity now lastly we see the time the time the period for preaching the gospel to every creature is limited there is not much time. The Lord Jesus Christ once said in John chapter 4, verse number 35, Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the field. For they are white already to harvest. The people, I will tell you how true is this saying of Jesus Christ, 
This is true 2,000 years ago, and this is still true today. Just go out of your house, the next door neighbor. 99% that person is not saying. 99%. How true is these words of Jesus Christ? Said 2,000 years ago and still true until today. In, in, in John chapter 9 verse number 4. John chapter 9 verse number 4. I must work, Jesus Christ said. I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. I will tell you, my friend, your loved ones that is that same until today, the night cometh unto him that you cannot work. The night may be of drug addiction, the night of, of hardship, or the night of sickness, and the night of death may come upon him, and you cannot share the gospel anymore. That is why Jesus Christ looks at this, and this is the time is against us. I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, while you can still call your friend, while you can still talk to your parents, while you can still talk to your children and share to them the gospel, while it is day, because the night cometh, no man can work when it comes. James chapter 5, verse number 8. James 5, 8, the Bible says, Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. You see, the time is short. And the Lord is coming very soon. It is short in all ways, in all aspects, in all facets. It is short politically. Because time will come that we cannot have this gathering. And they, they will outlaw this. They will say, ah, there's no more gathering. We, we, we tasted that during the lockdown. There's no gathering. We cannot preach the gospel. We cannot come together. We cannot share the gospel because it's not allowed. It is short politically because doors for opportunity are closing in many places. And it might close upon us in our lands. And it is short not just politically. It is also short spiritually. Why? Because for thousands of souls die daily without knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have time. You see the plan. We see the responsibility. We see the necessity. And we see the time. You see how urgent it is. How urgent is the need for preaching the gospel throughout the whole world. Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. How urgent is that when Jesus Christ said that? And how much urgent it is even more today? The problem is, do you care? The problem is, do we care? Yeah. Because that that is the boiling, you know, that, that will boil down to that part. Yeah. When Jesus Christ lit up his eyes and he looks at the multitude, he was moved with compassion of them. He was, he was sad in his heart that these people are scattered abroad. No one will gather them. No one will share to them the gospel. The Lord's heart was broken. Why? Because people, most people do not care. Most Christians do not care. Most members of Mount Zion Bible Baptist Church do not care. That is why 
we need to change. We need to care because the time is against us. Yeah. We don't have time. The plan, the responsibility, the necessity, and the time. Let's bow our heads and pray. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Lord, as much as we want to thank you, O God, for the salvation that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for the salvation of our souls. That from now on, Lord, there is no more power of hell upon us. There is no power of Satan that can take us to hell. Because of your power, Lord Jesus. Because of your love towards us. Because of the sacrifice that you have done at the cross of Calvary, now we are saved. Lord, we praise you. We magnify your name. Lord, it is a wonderful, wonderful Savior that we have in you. Lord, thank you for loving us. But Lord, help us to see the need of others. Help us, Lord, to see also the need of other people that need salvation. Because, Lord, it is just by the grace of God that we came to know Christ. But Lord, help us in our generation today because these people that are not saved are dependent upon us, Lord. They are depending upon us. If we do not act, if we do not move, these people will die and go to hell forever. Please, Lord, save the lost. Save them, Lord, um, and give them opportunity to hear the gospel. And I pray, O oh God, that you will save them and you will also call these people who, who profess that they are saved to serve you, Lord, because we are the ones that you will use for the, for the salvation of other people. Please, Lord, save the lost and call your servants, call the saved to serve you, O oh God, in this, in this world. And bless your people. You are here this morning. You are not sure that your soul will go to heaven when you die. My friend, I can share to you the gospel by the grace of God. And I can show you that you can, you can be sure of going to heaven when you die. But while we are closing our eyes, you're, you're bowing your head. I will ask you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you need more help in that, I am willing to give you help to make you aware or make you know your salvation. But if you are here this morning and uh, you know that God is calling you to serve Him and maybe you are afraid, I will tell you, my friend, give your life to God. You are here this morning and, and you, want to, you want to serve God because you know God is calling you to serve. Please do. You are, you are like that this morning. You know that God is calling you. Then serve Him. And serve Him faithfully. All you need to do is humble yourself before Him. And ask Him to equip you. And ask Him to give you the power and the knowledge and the obedience in the heart. Because, my friend, our time is very short. And it is God's desire for you to be set, to be used. And it's not about uh, anything else, but it is about the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I close now in prayer and uh, just 
pray to the Lord. If the Lord is um, compelling upon your heart to come, then come uh, to the altar if you want. Or you pray where you are and ask the Lord to help you. Whatever is your need, come to the Lord this, this morning. Whatever is that thing that is that is heavy in your heart, come to the Lord. And I request that you also give your life to God. Because there is no better place than to be serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for reminding us this morning of this great need. And we don't have time. But Lord, there is this plan. The plan that we ought to be a part of in spreading the gospel to every creature. Bless, Lord, your people. Thank you, Lord, for showing us our responsibility. And thank you, Lord, that um, despite that we have this responsibility, Lord, um, we still have this little time. And help us, Lord, to seize this moment, to redeem the time, because the days are evil. And help your people, Lord, Help them to be sincere in their service to you. Help them, Lord, to be um, faithful to you, O God. And use him, use them mightily. And use them, Lord, for the salvation of their souls. And also, Lord, for the blessing of their homes. We praise you, O God. We thank you. We magnify your name. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's sing that final hymn.